When you feel like it's all falling apart, what do you do next? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And oh my goodness, today's topic resonates with me so much. We've all been there, right? When we just feel like none of it's working or it is working, but it's not giving us any energy or any free time for anything else. It can get so overwhelming sometimes dealing with our lives, dealing with our businesses, the people in our lives, and it can just sometimes feel like none of it's working and it's all falling apart. Somebody took a step in an online forum that I'm a member of and asked the question, what do you do when you feel like it's all falling apart and none of it's working and you can't get out of the funk? I saw this question and it just stood out to me. And I I knew I had to make it a podcast episode because I know we've all been there. And we, I think what happens in the personal development space sometimes is that as soon as we have one of those days, as soon as we get in the mood where it's like, oh my God, it's so hard, or I don't know if I can do this one more day, or I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It doesn't feel like any of it's working or the cost of it working feels just too high. I I can't figure it out. When we have those days and we're people who value personal development, it immediately feels as though we're doing it wrong, that we've somehow taken a step backwards, that we need to be positive, look at life from the sunny side of the street. I'll probably redirect myself and tell myself to go looking for the green lights or something like that. But that experience of feeling like none of it's working and it's all falling apart at the seams is such a human experience. We've all been there and we've all shared it. And we can't just tell ourselves, don't worry about it, or it's just a bad day, or you're just in a bad mood, or look at this and look at that. At some point and at some time, we have to acknowledge that feeling of being human, of feeling a little vulnerable and incapable and unclear and unsure of how to get out of our own way. And one of the things that I really think about with this, and when my clients talk to me about it, is that moment of it all falling apart at the seams doesn't just happen overnight. You don't have like a rock star day on a Wednesday, and then on Thursday, suddenly you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this anymore. It's a slow build that sometimes we don't even notice is happening until we're quarter past overwhelmed. So one of the things when my clients get to this level or when I myself get to this level or my friends get to this level, because again, we're talking about a human experience here. We have all been there. Anytime it gets there, I just sort of like to ask and slow the question down and be like, tell me what's up. Tell me what's going on. What's been on your plate these days? What are you carrying? What's on your mind? 
because us people in the personal development space and us business owners, we're always pushing forward. Something happens, it comes across our desk and we're dealing with it, we're managing it and we're moving it aside. Something kind of flashes across our mind, a moment of insecurity, a moment of doubt, a tough decision that needs to get made and it comes up and we look at it and we deal with it and we push it aside. And sometimes we don't pay attention to all of the things over time that we've just managed, dealt with, and pushed aside. There's a cumulative effect of that. And when things are changing in our lives and adjusting at a rapid pace, we often don't take time to pay attention or validate everything we've been carrying. We just look at what's going on today and then we ask ourselves what the hell we're so upset about because it'll probably be fine tomorrow. But one of the ways to get out of that funk to get out of that sense of overwhelm is to really spend some time validating where you are. How did you get here? What's been going on? So if you look and you lay out what's been going on at work, what's been going on in your personal life, what are the things you've been managing? What kind of problems have you been juggling? Where are the stressors? And if you look at all of that as if they're like individual items that you have spread out on a table in front of you, would you give someone else permission to be a little freaked out, stressed, and overwhelmed by that? Would you see if the rules were for someone else, why it might be that hard for them? Why they might be in that struggle? Because so often those of us who are working on personal development, those of us who are working regularly to be our best selves, we just beat ourselves up and we think we should be above it all. But if you can look at all you're carrying and ask yourself, would someone else be able to be overwhelmed by this? Could someone else be intimidated by this? We're just a little unsure and self-doubting. And if someone else has your permission to be human, to have a reaction to all of it, you have to give yourself that same permission to just have a reaction, to say, wow, this is a lot. Holy smokes, look how far I've come. Look at everything I've been managing. Look at all the fires I've put out. Look at all the things I've tried to figure out for myself. Look at all the obstacles over the way. Like, yeah, it's been a tough week. It's been a tough month. And for some people, it's been a tough year, right? That idea is take a moment to just validate it. I promise we're not going to stay there. You're not going to become a victim to this and be like, oh my gosh, now that I've seen all these things on the table, of course I get to be overwhelmed. Of course I get to go back to bed and just call it a day. No, like validation and recognition of your human experience is only the first step. But without it, you're, it's like you're, you're just fighting windmills. You're just, you're going against the tide and you're walking in quicksand. Without validation, you're running from the heart of the matter. So it always starts with validation, a recognition of what you've been managing, what you've been carrying, what you've been holding and the weight of it all. You don't stay there. You don't land there. But that is the first step because when people run away from that validating step, 
step when they don't give themselves permission to just acknowledge their human experience, to acknowledge their moment of frailty and sensitivity. They're running from it and that takes undue energy along the way. And then you really don't get past that overwhelm state. Before you can get out of overwhelm, before you can get out of, oh my gosh, it's all falling apart and crashing and burning around me, you have to recognize the fact that it feels like it's crashing and the fact that it feels like it's burning. And then this is the thing with overwhelm. And again, like I stole this quote from Matthew Kimberly. He's a sales coach based out of the UK. Um, But I heard this quote from him in an interview he did on a podcast. And it's like, it's not just entrepreneurial gold. It's like life gold. But it's this idea that we don't get overwhelmed when we don't know what to do. We get overwhelmed when we don't know what to do next. So when you're in that state and you feel like there's 50 million things to do and there's all these fires to put out and all these things that aren't working and you're trying this and like, you know, I always say these moments are like that game Um, here in the States. We have a place called Chuck E. Cheese and there's this game and sometimes you see it at... Um, Uh, carnival's tool too but it's called whack-a-mole and it's this idea that one thing pops up and so you bang on it and then another thing pops up and you bang on that and it's the idea that as soon as you shove one thing down another thing comes up that's what it is like when it feels like it's all falling apart at the seams that you're putting out fires on one side and then suddenly smoke is blowing up and you know in another area and your life becomes a game of whack-a-mole so the first thing you want to do is get a game plan. And you might not know where your energy is best served or what you can do about it. And one of the reasons for that is because you're still in that reactive mode. You're still in that, oh my God, I'm feeling, (laughs) I'm feeling things. I'm feeling human. Oh my gosh, how am I supposed to come up with a game plan when I'm in the middle of feeling it all? So this is where it's really important for you to get out of the reactive seat. Because when you're overwhelmed, fear is driving your car and you are running shotgun. The story that you're incapable, the story that the next turn around the bend is going to be the thing that does you in, that all of those thoughts, all of those feelings, all of those doubts start to kind of overcome you and you start to let them run the show. So the first thing you have to do if you want to get back in control, if you want to feel like you're stitching those seams back together and things are starting to come together is you got to get out of the car because that's the only way you're going to get into the driver's seat. It's the only way you're going to get a new perspective is if you get out of where you currently are and change your environment and change your perspective. And that might mean just a quick sort of walk around the neighborhood. That might mean, um, you know, reading a book that has nothing to do with the life or business you're trying to run. That might mean um, getting together with a friend or, you know, one of the things that I often think it involves is some form of exercise and movement like 
getting out, getting that energy out of your body, out of your head and sort of release it. One of the things sometimes I'll tell clients to do is to take a shower and to imagine the water kind of hitting the top of your head where all those stresses are, where all those worries are, all that energy that you've done and just let it move down you and wash out of the drain and move out. Sometimes it might mean having, you know, social plans. It might mean taking 30 to 40 minutes to an hour of being quiet. Sometimes you just need a good nap. Um, But giving yourself permission to get away from it. I'm not saying run away. I just want you to take a step away to change your sort of, you know, environment a little bit. Make sure that first of all, and this sounds so dorky and hokey, and I know everybody's rolling their eyes as I say it, but like, make sure you're hydrated. I can't tell you how many times like people like get themselves dehydrated and stress. And all that does is impact your thinking, slow your ability to to use, um, you know, perspective and um, sort of uh, monitoring of yourself and your situation. Um, I'm blanking on the word that I'm using, but like, make sure you've had a meal, make sure that you've been drinking plenty of water, that you have refreshed your system. Because when you have been running on empty and you've been putting out all these fires, you probably haven't been taking basic care of yourself. And that affects the way we feel that affects our energy level. And that affects our perspective, especially in the summertime. So people who are living in the summer um, heat right now, I can't even tell you how quickly people get stressed and overwhelmed when they're excessively hot a lot. So you just want to make sure that you've been regulating your temperature. And I know it sounds so hokey and I, you know, I almost hesitate to say because I'm like, nobody's going to believe me. But I could tell you 10 years doing mental health private therapy, I can't tell you how many times people have been able to shift their mood by making sure they're basic needs are met, that they've gotten a little bit of extra sleep, that they're drinking um, water regularly, and that they're eating good food filled with nutrition. So make sure you're doing those basics. And then get out of like, again, like get out of the car, you are going to have to use your own self awareness to know what fuels you up and what gives you energy because it's going to be different for everybody. Some people like to go to the beach, some people like to go to the movies, some people, you know, like to do yoga or get a massage or go to the spa. Um, Acupuncture is another favorite choice. But you have to know what's good for you um, and take that time. And I'm not saying you have to go for a week. I'm not saying you even have to go for a full day. But if you can find 45 minutes to get out of the car, to get out of that reactive seat of your life and business, it is going to give you perspective. You might want to call a friend. You might want a vent session. Sometimes you can, you know, sort of write down everything that's not working, every worry that's on your mind, everything that's bothering you, um, and just vent it out and then rip it up. Um, don't go into problem solving mode in this. This is just a way to kind of retrain your perspective. The example I always give is growing up, I used to have a lazy eye. I could be looking at you straight ahead, but my eye would start to go um, and move to the right side. And my dad would snap his fingers and suddenly the eye would get refocused and I would start 
be back to paying attention and looking straight ahead. That's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to do the equivalent of the finger snap to get you out of the everything's falling apart at the seams moment, to give you some perspective, to get you out from the passenger seat, walking behind the car and getting yourself into the driver's seat of your life and your business again, to stop being reactive. And sitting in that driver's seat before you turn the ignition, before you press go, I want you to take a clear look at the picture. Look at everything that's on that table, everything you're managing, and see what's really in front of you versus what it just feels like is in front of you. What you think you actually have to manage versus what might be exceedingly high expectations you have for yourself. Because when you're driving, you need to be able to see clearly. And when perspective is clouding your judgment, you make plans that stay reactive. And that's what we just got you out of. We got you out of that reactive seat. We want to get you in the driver's seat. And then the first question I have for you is if we can remove weight, if we something that feels heavy, burdensome, overwhelming, if we can just make that lighter for you, make it more manageable, what is that thing? And then put your energy on the one thing that needs to be lighter, that you're, you're still going to have to manage expectations on a day to day. You can't be you like solo focused on one thing. I know that's not realistic for life, but usually when people get to this point of it's all falling apart at the seams, they've been managing 10 different things a little bit at a time. So nothing is getting better. They're just kind of, you're, they're whack-a-moleing their life, right? So nothing's actually getting solved. Nothing's actually getting better. And what we want to do is give you focused attention and time on one thing that if we ease the pressure that's coming from this one thing, everything's going to get better. Because then we can get clear on the destination. We are relieving pressure in this one area so that we can breathe again. So moving feels easier. So that possibility feels in front of us instead of behind us. So what is the one thing that if we just reduce its weight, its size, its significance, makes everything else easier to manage because that's where we're driving to first. That's our first area of focus. And that might mean that we have to ask for help. It might mean that we have to be vulnerable and accept the help of other people. There might be some things that in this process we recognize are just the way it is that we have to suck up and deal to. But if we just recognize that if we relieve this weight and we do what's necessary to relieve the weight, everything else becomes simpler, easier, and more manageable. Give that one thing your time and attention. And then once you do that, once you say, okay, I think I have a plan of attack here. I think I know where I'm going. I think I have a sense of direction. I can see where I took a right turn. I needed to take a left turn. I can get back on track. Then you can go back to that table of things that you vented out. And you can look at What's the suck it up pile? What is like, yep, life is hard, get over it. This is just what it is. This is how it is. And like giving it extra time, extra energy is going to be a waste of time. And then when you look at what's left, 
then you can make a plan of attack. And what I would do is do what you know works for you in other times when you felt like it just isn't working. What have you used to get a better sense of perspective? Who have you gone to for help and direction? What have solutions and ways of managing these problems have been effective for you in the past? Go back to what makes you great. Go back to what makes you feel capable. What helps you get focused? Setting yourself up for success. Working your best and then like delegating the rest. And really, really getting dialed in on those things. And then the next thing you got to recognize is that everybody needs a break from the driver's seat, from being the decision maker, from being the boss, from being the driver. But so often people end up in that reactive passenger seat because they've just burnt themselves out at both ends and they have no other place to go. But if you can be planful about when your next respite's going to be, where are you taking a rest stop? Where are you getting more water, a quick nap, a good bite of food, time with a friend, um, distance from it all, um, a quick break. And I'm not, again, like I know the way life is. I know life is really busy for people, but where can you find and perceive an opportunity to get out of the car, stretch your legs, and fill yourself back up? Because what happens is, you know, our emotional health, our emotional well-being kind of operates like banking accounts. And if you think about having a checking account, a savings account, and a line of credit, we have a certain amount of energy, positive thought and feeling, good mood, um, all of that. And that's our checking account, right? That's where we start. And when uh, somebody doesn't pay us on time, there's a bit of a deduction. When we thought that somebody else was going to meet a deadline for us two weeks ago and now they're three weeks behind, that's a deduction. When a family member gets sick, that's a deduction. When the car breaks down, that's a deduction. When, um, you know, a vacation has to get canceled, that's a major deduction. When life happens, there are deductions. And if we haven't been making regular deposits, if we haven't been giving ourselves water, depositing in good meals, depositing in moments of respite, um, making a deposit by accepting help from a friend, making a deposit by asking for help, getting in a good workout, um, all of those things that are deposits, you know how it works, right? We, we drain our checking account. And then we start pulling from savings and the same process happens. And without any, without any deposits, the increase in deductions leave us with an empty savings account. And then we're running on a line of credit. And that line of credit is how you end up in the passenger seat, reacting, sitting in overwhelm because you've given it all away. In that moment, you're not going to be able to problem solve and focus. You're going to have to do the whole process we just walked through in this episode. But once you take care of yourself, once you get those deposits in, once you're back in the driver's seat of your life, you have to plan the rest stops, the moments of respite where you're going to get a sense of perspective so that you don't constantly feel like you're breaking down or you don't constantly feel like you have to pull over, that 
that you can get to the next rest stop. It helps you feel empowered, it helps you feel in control, and it helps you continue to decide where you're going next. So thanks so much for joining me in today's conversation. I really hope it helped. I hope it gives you a process to think about for yourself. We all get there. It's part of being human. Oh, excuse me. I just (laughs) need to take a quick drink. I totally should have edited that out, but uh, daily show, I'm not going to. But thanks so much for having this conversation with me. If you have a question, you want my two cents on your life and business, you can always find me over at Heather at Choose to Have It Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.